Jesus Christ. Can they <laughs> give him a better... <laughs> Maybe if he, like, had a kinder voice. <laughs> they were like, let's make um, him sound much like a robot as possible. <laughs> Uh, that that would be like the that would be like the scariest thing that you could hear like in the night if you were like you know like a robot uprising. <laughs> now recording. Yeah, but in that like in that voice. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I... Well, uh, speaking of non-robots, welcome to Animal Genius World. This is a podcast by animals for animals. No robots allowed. If you're a yeah, robot, hit, hit hit the hit the hit the pause button right now and get out. Get out of here. That was a that was a joke. In case any robots are listening and have gotten angry, I'm actually really scared of like the robot AI uprising. I think that's going to happen. So, I think it's more likely I'm than sorry, any I'm... of the. Look, I'm just saying it's more likely than any of the other doomsday scenarios. Like, it's not we're not going to get Sharknadoed. You know what I mean? Well, probably like you know, like the impending uh, climate uh, crisis. But no, that sounds boring. I think it's robots. Um... <laughs> I am your host, Nerov, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Annie. Hello. And each week on the show, we pick out a different animal to talk about, and we'll walk the fine tightrope between scientific and casual. This week, the orca, woo-woo. Did you add that in there? You said it wrong, though. It's woo-woo! Oh, yeah. Woo-woo! Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into that, let's, uh, let's do some animal encounters. Um, I saw a weird bug the other day, and that was neat. Do you want an said bug? What was, it was weird like about a, it? It was like a caterpillar kind of a thing, but it had like more legs, but it wasn't a centipede. Um, was it like one of those house centipedes? It wasn't in my house, so I guess it was an outside centipede. Um, but uh, it was like a, no, it was like a, it was more like a caterpillar, I think, than anything. And it was like kind of inching along. It just was like a weird looking caterpillar, I think, because um, it had like little spikes on it. Um, and th- and that was pretty funny. So I, I, you know, just kind of went on my way. Wonderful. Fantastic. You have a better story. <laughs> my animal encounter is I am currently dog sitting and I had to pick up. Today's my first day dog sitting. And I started that off by picking up one of the dogs from the local animal the hospital because she <clears throat> somehow like got a gash in her head. So yeah. that's fun because <laughs> now I'm taking care of her and she hates her cone. Um, but Not the cone. we'll get through it, but, but she's very cute. And the other dog here is wonderful and perfect. And he's like a Aww. giant labradoodle. Like his head is so large. It's great. That's a, that sounds pretty good. Um, you reminded me of a, um, thing that happened in high school where my chemistry teacher who was just, I, I can't even begin to explain him. He's, ex- he was extremely rich and he just taught because he was bored. Um, he invented Sorry, like, the, he invented. He invented the current like form of fast rising yeast that everybody in the world uses. So he's very, he was very rich. Um, anyway, I, I don't even have time to get into it. Mr. Dalby, if you're still alive and listening, you know, shout out. Um, <laughs> I, it's been a minute, so I'm not sure. But anyway, um, he I remember he like we, we like came into class on Monday and he was like the first period we had and he was looking kind of uh down so we're like hey mr dolby how was your weekend and he's like oh well you know my dog died i wasn't the good one though oh my so, god <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I think about that like every other week imagine um, saying that children 
<laughs> well, they're not around to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> they won't. They won't know. Um. Anyway, so that that's sort of a past animal encounter. Um. Regardless. Um. All right. So we are talking about the orca today, also known as the killer whale. Uh, Annie, could you tell me what is a whale? Yeah. So, um, should I describe you have a it? Marine science, you have a marine biology degree, correct? You, you could maybe. Just use yeah. yeah. That. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I first I want to try to describe it as an alien would. Um, okay. So, very large, bus sized, swimming in water Did you say about bus animal. Size? Bus sized. Oh, okay. Like, like a full bus sized. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um, Continue. They're black and white, and they have wide appendages that they use to swim in the water. Um, uh-huh. And they can have. You, you, do those have names, or they're just, they're just kind of called flappies? Well, I'm not going to describe it to an alien. I'm not going to use the actual word. I think these these aliens have fins, so they know what they are. Oh, okay. Well, then they're fins. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> a large dorsal fin. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, um, they are so orcas are their, you know, the name, their actual name, but they also call them killer whales, which um, came from an ancient sailor's observation of groups of orcas hunting and preying on larger whales. Um, so they actually called them whale killers, and then it got flipped around to killer whale. Um, so that's where that comes from. Um, but they are, their scientific name is, is Nerev. Their scientific name is Nerev? No, I'm saying oh. you say it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, why didn't I notice that? <laughs> um, I think it's just Orcanus Orca, right? Nice. I don't know, you're the pronunciator. The um, yeah, pronunciation is, is what it's what's on my resume. Yeah, it's a toothed whale belonging to the oceanic dolphin family, of which it is the largest member. Uh, Nirv and I were just going on a discussion about how they aren't whales; they're dolphins, but they are actually whales because dolphins are whales. So you have been lied to. <laughs> you have been lied to, um, and they are endangered. Taken us for fools. Yes, um, and they are an endangered species, um, and I feel like they're pretty well known. Um, and yeah, so I'm Nero, actually glad like to... I, I feel like our last few animals have like, they've like overpopulated, so it's good to have another kind of endangered one again. It's good to have one that we've decimated in some way or another. Yeah. Um. They, yeah. So like dolphins and whales, you put them together in the same room, they're gonna hang out, um, unless they eat each other. But they're they're like they're like cousins, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like whales, really, they came. They're sub. They're like on one category, and then they split into baleen whales and toothed whales, and then tails splits into like porpoises and dolphins and um, whales and such. So yeah. Yeah, you know, like when you you know when you're at your aunt's wedding and your cousin is there, and then you eat him. It's like that between dolphins and whales. So, oh yeah, I did that last week. Exactly. So these things are pretty cool. Um, I like. I don't know. So have you? Have you? What is your? Been, what has been your real life experience with orcas before? 
I have never seen one before. I have never been to the West Coast, which is where they're oh, very no. prevalent. Yeah, um, I've, uh, I have been to SeaWorld when I was little. Um, do we have like a do we have like a Shamu spotlight in here? I don't think we've mentioned her. I mean, I I I kind of have a thing in the Habitat for Humility, but uh, I grew up with uh, both parents who were marine biologists, so we did not go within like you know six hundred miles of a hey. SeaWorld or whatever. They hated hey, SeaWorld. So. Did you did you know Shamu died in 1971? What did you say? A long time ago. Shamu died in 1971. Really? That long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought okay. I saw her. What the fuck what? are you talking about? I... <laughs> oh, there's there's been like 40 was... Sham there's been like 40 Shamus since then. They keep passing oh, the title okay. on to a new one. I was gonna say, wait, I thought there were Shamus kind of recently. But anyway, Foxy World. <laughs> yeah, we and again, you all, I'm sure. If you haven't seen the documentary, I know you know about it. Anyone listening to this, so Blackfish. Um, yeah, Blackfish. So uh, I think it's still on Netflix, um, uh, but it, it's definitely out there. So the original Shamu was 1965, a female juvenile orca captured from the Southern Resident Pod in Penn Cove, Washington. Let me see how. Look, they had one, two, three, four. Da, 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 da. Yeah, there have been 19 Shamus. We're on the 19th one right now. It's like a Doctor Who situation over here. And, and it's still at sea. Yeah, 2017 to present. Uh, it's been it's been renamed to just the Orca Encounter. Um, interesting. Yeah, no, there's. I mean, they're still going. They're still doing the. Um, wow, there's a list of show incidents here in which uh, the whale has attacked or her maimed uh, a human during the show, and there's a lot of them. We're gonna save that for the end. Actually, this is a good. This will be a fun finisher. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, orcas are pretty cool. They're like we said, killer whales. They're they're toothed whales. So we we were discussing not all whales have teeth. Some whales have teeth. Dolphins have teeth, and dolphins are some whales are sometimes no whales are always dolphins, but dolphins are not always whales. That is correct. Yes. Maybe you said it backwards. Dolphins are always whales, but whales are not always dolphins. But this whale is a dolphin. But this whale is a dolphin and also a whale because it is a dolphin. <laughs> ah! Which are different than porpoises, which I definitely have used those interchangeably at some point, but they are very different. <laughs> porpoises are like the forgotten stepchild of the sub <laughs> of the underwater mammal world. Um, they're like, like they're like a dolphin, but they've got like chubby faces. They're yeah. like the pugs of dolphins. I don't see I don't see lines around the block to swim with the with, with the porpoises. Um, I don't which, think by the really way, huh? sorry. I don't think, I think they're really around here. But. Oh, I actually did. Uh, you're you're cutting out a little bit, by the way. Um, but um, okay. I did actually uh, when I was a kid, I did a swim with the dolphins thing when I was in Hawaii. I remember. Which I think those are not good, and you're not supposed to do them. But I was like four, so I'm going to give myself a pass. Um, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So I remember I got to ride the dolphin, which was cool. Um, you just kind of like hold on to the fin, and it goes. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. Uh, but yeah. it was it was cool. Yeah, it was a cool experience as a little kid. I think that for some reason that like they're treated badly to do that. I. Don't quote me on that, but it sounds like a, one of those things that you find out online that you're not supposed to have been doing. Um, yeah, it, so, um, it, it really depends. 
It's, it's like one of those things that it's them really badly, or they can be nice to them. What if you were nice to them? Yeah. Um. Okay. Yes. I mean, I the, like to sorry, be nice. Like, yeah, that's true. That that makes you you would be a good uh you'd be a good orca. So hell yeah. Um, orcas. Orcas are recognizable, of course, because they have the black and white pattern body. Um, we've got a fun vocab word here. They are a cosmopolitan species, which I think is fun. I'm imagining them sort of walking around like Greenwich Village wearing like nice hats. That would be fun. Um, that would be fun. And uh, if you want to see more of that, uh, you should watch Street Sharks, I think. <laughs> I'm Street assuming there's like a... Yeah, do you not know about Street Sharks? No. That was... um. Yeah, back in, like, the 80s, they tried to cash in on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by making, like, about 30 different ripoffs of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and all of them ran one season, and they all failed. And one of the funnier ones was Street Sharks. So check that out. I gotta look that up um, right now. <laughs> yeah, please do. It's got a good opening. Um, anyway, oh, so Cosmopolitan Species. But, yeah, continue. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cosmopolitan Species is one that is found in basically every habitat in every part of the world. So they don't have a specific region of the world they seem to come from or gra or go to. They do gravitate to certain habitats, but they can be found basically anywhere in the water. Um, even in large bays, uh, you know, uh, seas and stuff like that too, as well as the oceans. So yeah, um, just kind of dip into the water near your house and see if you find one. They do actually like to hang out near the surface, I found out as well. They're, they prefer uh, staying within like 500 feet of the surface. And sometimes they will... Ellie has just clawed her way up the back of my gaming chair and now is perched atop it. Like the queen she is? Yeah, it's sort of another animal encounter. <laughs> um, so anyway, they have this very diverse diet. Obviously, they are apex predators, which... Uh, that's a vocab word. I think people know what that means, but we'll, we'll count it. Um, apex predators are basically the top of the food chain. They are not eaten by anything, but they eat a lot of things. So humans are obviously also apex predators, but there are a few out there in the wild as well. Lions, tigers, obviously, um, bears, oh my, uh, <laughs> just all them. Just basically anything that you like see in the Wizard of Oz, that's one of them. Um, would you, uh, no, there are monkeys in that. Monkeys are not apex predators. If we had flying, if we had flying monkeys, they would be apex predators, though. Oh, one hundred percent. Can you imagine all the shit that would just be coming out of the sky? When I was at my friend's wedding in fucking Cancun years ago, uh, we were it was like one of those resorts, you know, and we were just like walking back to the room, and a monkey just shit on my head from the trees. <laughs> the true experience. It was so. It's insane because it sounds like it. It sounds like I'm fucking. I'm Chandler. And I'm in Friends, but no, it <laughs> happened in real life. Um. Anyway, so that was dis that was disgusting. It smelled so bad, dude. It took so long to get the smell out. Anyway, sure, sure. Um. Although Jane Goodall does that every fucking day, I guess. Yeah, she just Probably. gets shit out of constantly. <laughs> I would imagine it's not it's not every day, but it is most days. Just yeah, I mean, I'm sure, honestly. I want the, the, the final goal of this podcast is to get Jane Goodall on here, who we found out is alive. So if you yeah. have a connection with her, hit us up. Um, yeah, so, please. <laughs> yeah. If you know, first of all, if you, if you like know Jane Goodall and like hang out with her, like you're already like one of the coolest people I know. So 
Hook us up. It's like degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? I bet we're I bet we're only like three degrees from her. Um. Okay. So uh, we talked about the the apex predator thing. They of course eat basically whatever they come across. Uh, this can be sharks, any kind of fish, uh, rays, you know, stingrays, etc. Other species of dolphins and whales, uh, depending if they're hunting in a pack, they can take down larger whales than themselves when they're working together. Um, and they are, of course, traveling in pods, um, matrilineal family, family groups. So this is a... Um, uh, whales are one of those animals where the mothers will like actually raise the children all the way to adulthood. And one of the very few animal species where the kids will stick with the mother after they reach adulthood to help support her. And I do know that also, like, the, like, grandma will also help and stuff. Yeah, dude, grandma's awesome. She's hanging around, like, knitting coral or whatever it is that they do. <laughs> knitting coral? I don't know. What does your grandma do? <laughs> Play games on her iPad. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think, my grandma is, like, too afraid of her own phone to even use it, so, like, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um <laughs> Uh, if 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 my grandma's anything to go off of, then there then these whales are sitting down and watching Indian soap operas. Um. So uh, anyway, like I said, they have a they kind of have a very sophisticated family structure, and uh, they have sophisticated hunting techniques and vocal behaviors. They are definitely like considered to be one of the more intelligent animals out there. Um, you know, and I'm sure everyone's heard that dolphins are. It's kind of a toss up, but a lot of a lot of biologists will consider dolphins to be the second most intelligent species on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you, have you have you read Hitchhiker's Guide, Annie? Um, I did a very very long time ago. Do you remember that the dolphins rise up in the second book, and they're like, "We've been actually hanging out here uh, because we like that you keep feeding us fish, but we do have to go now." And they all like rise up and they fly away into the sky. No, I don't think I ever read the first, the second book, I'm going to be honest. but Oh, really? Oh, no. Okay, yeah, there's five of them. Um, yeah, anyway, well, but yeah, yeah. The, this, the second book is literally called So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. Wonderful. Um, I mean, they are, they are, um, dolphins are like one of the only other animals that has sex for pleasure. Pleasure? Yeah, which did is, you say pleasure? I said pleasure, yeah. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> And that's like a that's a way of showing um like a higher sentience basically that you're not yeah, just having like, that you're not just having sex for reproduction. Right. <clears throat> um no they they also will um have sophisticated family structures like all types of dolphins where um not just families hang out but like dolphins will make friends and they'll you know they'll prefer to hang out with their friends and you know go out like hunting or or exploring or whatever it is. So and they make friends at a young age too, and um, they can actually keep lifelong friends. They they tend to be they tend to behave like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's similar to like a human like social structure in that way. And uh, orcas are the same way. I so, do remember this, like really cool video I saw once of a mother orca teaching her kids how to hunt seals that are on the beach because they basically have to like uh, strand themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So she was showing them how to do that. And she was like patiently, you know, like waiting in the back and they would go try it. And if they got stuck, she would come over and like get them out. And until they like eventually figured out how to do it. Like they like teach their children how to like do things. 
Have you ever been so hungry you stranded yourself on a beach? I definitely feel like I've accidentally stranded myself on the beach because I didn't eat enough food that day. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I, I like that they do this, though. And it also, uh, remember this from uh, Death Stranding uh, at the end there. One of these whales jumps up on the beach. Um, mm -hmm. you, and they get stranded. That's the name of the game. So That's the only it's not a joke. It's actually the reason why it's called Death Stranding. It no, it has many different meanings, but yeah, one one of them is like that. There there are there is a lot of whale imagery in the game because like the entire concept is that like the the dead are stranded in the world of the living, but they've been beached here, like they got washed into the world of the living, and they're like struggling to crawl back to the world of the dead where they belong. Oh, yeah, it's very sad. That's why the the enemies, like the demon looking things, are called BTS. Because it's it's short it's a, an acronym for beached things. Mm, interesting. Yeah, so the whole thing is like full of like, and that final boss is actually also a whale from the world of the undead. So uh, spoilers, I guess, for this four year old game. Let's continue. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, so like we said, these are often called killer whales. Although, like, I've seen that the use of killer whale has apparently like gone away in the last few years which i think is also true i don't think i've heard anyone say that <laughs> recently <laughs> um so yeah orcas are kind of the preferred name i think that's what they call themselves is that right yes i've talked to them yeah okay so yeah like they're sometimes referred to as a blackfish um and also they used to be called grampus <laughs> grampus it yeah, Grampus like, with a G. It's like Krampus, but with a G. Krampus, like yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Do you know where that came from? Or, um, it's a it's a derivative of a, a another kind of uh dolphin called Risso's dolphin, who has the genus name Grampus. I don't know where that one came from, but that's where it, that's where it was applied <laughs> to these guys from. I think it was just it's got to be somebody's name like this. Like, hey, my name's John Grampus. And I'm here to tell you about whales. Um, <laughs> I'm here to tell you about the, the hey majestic guys. <laughs> Hey guys, back for another video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to bring back your, what was it, Australian Dave? <laughs> oh yeah, what was, I don't, I don't even remember that anymore. I know what you're talking about. Australian, Australian the, guy. <laughs> yeah, like the Australian like guy who's definitely not Steve Irwin. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, I gotta I gotta find that guy. I've lost him. Um, anyway, left him in Universal I left, left I left him in Charleston. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the name, uh, the genus name Orsinus, uh, means of the kingdom of the dead, which is pretty metal. That is metal. Um, Orca was actually the ancient Roman name for these animals, so it's actually been around for a very long time. Um, the name. So that I think that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um. Pliny, uh, there's this scientist named Pliny who uh, was kind of uh, oh the my first God, way back. Pliny the Elder. Yeah, Pliny the Elder. You know him? Oh, he's like he's like known for like he said a lot of things, and he's the only account for a lot of things. But people are like, is he full of shit? So like, take whatever he says with a grain of salt. But all right, well, here's a quote straight from Pliny the Elder, coming at you yeah. straight from the year 70 A.D. Yeah, An animal which is peculiarly, peculiarly, how do you say this word? Peculiarly, peculiarly hostile, peculiarly. hostile, peculiarly hostile to the whale, and the form of which cannot be in any way adequately described, 
but as an enormous mass of flesh armed with teeth. The animal attacks the balena, which is a whale, at its places of retirement, and with its teeth tears its young, or else attacks the females which have just brought forth, and, indeed, while they are still pregnant, and as they rush upon them, it pierces them just as though they had been attacked by the beak of a Liburnian galley. Uh, Pliny also claims that an orca swam into the port at Ostia during the reign of Emperor Claudius, because it was following uh, fallen imported goods from the ships, and then got stuck in the port and was then killed by order of the emperor. Jeez. I, I feel like this is really my two, my two big things coming together because it's like my marine biology degree and environmental studies minor, but then I also minored in religious studies and Plenty the Elder is like... He's everywhere. Part of that. <laughs> He's everywhere. So I'm like, he- oh, my education actually meant something. Nice. I don't want to speak too soon, but I think Pliny the Elder is the closest thing we have to a mascot. <laughs> He's an interesting dude, that's for yeah. sure. Um, so orcas are the largest extant members of the dolphin family. Um, there obviously were larger ones back in the Dizay, by which I mean like 450 million years ago. Back in the day, um, just a few. Back in the a day, yeah. So the males typically can get from like 20 to 26 feet long, and they can weigh up to 6 tons um, the largest recorded Which specimen about the size of a school bus. Yes, yeah, that's a good met- metric. Um, the largest recorded specimen measured at thirty-two feet and weighed more than ten tons. So that's the, um, so they are a very chunky animal. I would say they're pretty. Is a good, yeah, chunky is a good word. Yeah, like they're not like dolphins where they're like streamlined. I mean, obviously they're kind of streamlined, but like they're pretty. They're pretty hefty. Yeah, I think, yeah, they're hefty boys. So the females are a little bit smaller. They get from like 16 to 23 feet, about three to four tons. You know, they're watching their figure. Um, calves oh. at birth. <laughs> Ca- the, the calves, which are, by the way, the children are called calves uh, for all, I think for the whole dolphin whale family, right? They're all called calves. Yes. Yeah. Um, so at birth, they weigh about 400 pounds and they're about 7.9 feet long, which is pretty good. Um, did you do you think you came out at above or below 400 pounds? I think I was a little a little below. Yeah, um, they're kind of on the bigger side. So shout out to those orca moms out there. Um, it's so pregnant you, you guys... for a ridiculously long time. Yeah, is it? How long is it? Do you remember? Um, I can pull that up. Yeah, I have it written down somewhere, but one second. So the orca pectoral fins. 18 months. That's two that's two human babies. That's two human ones. <laughs> I could I could I could do two humans in that time. Boring. <laughs> I mean, I guess I couldn't, but like somebody could. Um so Orca's pectoral fins are large and rounded. They resemble paddles, and those of the males are significantly larger than the females. So we're seeing examples of sexual dimorphism again, where the males and females have different physical features. The uh, males are going to have much bigger um, dorsal fins as well. And they're going to be like, the, the dorsal fin of the male goes up to like around six feet high. So more than twice which the size the of the one, female. Which is the one yeah. on the back. Yes, the one on the back. Thank you. Um, think, about, think about it this way. If, you're, if you were six feet tall and you stood on the back of, uh, of an orca, like a full grown male, the, just the dorsal fin would be about your height. Which is fucking insane. That's, that's big. So it's crazy. a big thing. Can you imagine? I mean, I guess that's probably why they normally only have. That's why they have like females usually in captivity. 
Like I was going to oh, say, yeah. can you imagine being like a trainer and like having something that freaking big? I don't have to it's imagine insane. it. I have, I have 16 examples of it gone terribly awry sitting here in this other tab. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like you yeah. yourself being in that situation is so crazy. Do you, do you, have you seen that Futurama episode with the SeaWorld thing? <laughs> the guy who's a whale biologist? I've technically seen all of Futurama, but it was a very long time ago, so I'm going to say no. There's an there's an episode where they go to the like whatever version of SeaWorld, and there's a guy there who's like, oh, the guy who's like the whale biologist there, and he they ask him a question, and he's like, I'm the whale biologist, but I hate whales. Then why are you a whale biologist? I don't know you well enough to get into that. <laughs> very good. Um, good stuff. Also, precious ambergris. Um. Precious hamburgers. Sorry, just watch the episode. I'm not gonna quote the whole thing here. Um, ambergris. Yeah, ambergris is that uh, is the oil pulled from uh, whale blubber, which I think we actually talked about earlier for some reason um, in one of the other episodes. But there's an oil that's excreted from whale blubber called ambergris, and it's used in a huge variety of perfumes and colognes. So um, whales yeah. are sometimes predatored for that and you can make it synthetically too but like you know when you're getting to your fancy stuff like rich people pay for the real thing right so um yeah i mean like if you're if you're a cool person and you're listening to a podcast about animals you probably don't want like whale oil that was extracted from a dying whale child in your perfume so like you can just you know keep an eye out on it did you Um, did you see the uh second avatar movie Yes, uh, I, I uh, remember there was like that big whale that was like friends with the one kid. Yeah, and they killed the whale, like literally all they take from it is just like, like the brim fluid or whatever, and then they just dump the rest of it. Like that's okay. like basically yes, what I, it's <laughs> I just remembered this from, do you remember that movie The Whale that came out last year with uh, um, Brendan, Fraser? Mis- Brendan Fraser? Yeah. So there's a we have a pinned post in my in my Discord in the movies channel. Every time there was a post about the whale, I thought people were talking about the whale from Avatar 2, and I was thinking Pyacon fever is sweeping the nation. <laughs> Not quite. Oh man. Yeah, shout out to Pyacon, I guess this is the name of the whale in Avatar 2. Uh good job. Um so orcas in uh, are all fa- like we said uh, they are a metro sorry they're not a metropolitan species they are a cosmopolitan species <laughs> metropolitan <laughs> that's what I'm saying dude they're like walking around with fancy handbags yeah yeah they're on the upper east side okay so due to their enormous range numbers and density uh, relative distribution is difficult to estimate but they clearly prefer higher latitudes and coastal areas over new vocab word pelagic environments so and what pelagic. Does that mean? <laughs> uh, pelagic means to my understanding basically the open ocean where you are in the water column that stretches to the bottom of the ocean um, they do not like those areas as much they prefer like I said to stay in more shallow waters closer to humans um, do you know more about the ocean do you want to elaborate I, mean, I know that yeah that that area that you're talking about is basically from where so I'm bad with like exact terms, but there's like <laughs> the level uh-huh. that like normal, right? Light filters down, and then there's the um, there's point where light starts to diffuse, and everything kind of looks blue, okay. and that's the zone you're out. And then you get down into the deep, which is where the light doesn't reach 
anymore. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you must remember never to go there. Um, it was a Lion King joke. I don't think I said the lime right though, so we'll move on. Um, do you want to take us on a news adventure? Yeah. So my news was basically about what I'm sure most people have kind of heard of. Um, we're recording this in August of 2023, and it was kind of. A big news story that there are orcas that are ramming boats and yachts and basically capsizing um, rich people boats. And so it's become a big thing of a lot of people who are like not in the 1% being like, yeah, fuck the rich, you know, the orcas are great and everything like that. And basically this article that I found that's from The Guardian talks about why they think that the orcas are doing it. Um, So they're basically saying that it is possible that the orcas do actually feel like a need for revenge. Um, Like they're, it says in here, like they're tremendously powerful, incredibly intelligent, incredibly well organized. Um, if killer whales wanted to start attacking people, disabling small vessels is a very strange way of going about that. They could just start eating swimmers all over the place. So there's some people that are being like, it's not necessarily that it's just them getting annoyed in the moment. And then there are other people that are saying that they think that it is actually a form of revenge off of them because they are smart enough um, to know like grief and it's also very possible that because they have been known to have the memory capacity and intelligence of humans, along with like elephants and monkeys. Um, so it is very possible that they legitimately remember a time when the oceans weren't so plagued by sonar and by things like that that humans have brought in, because that's like a big thing is that humans have been putting all of these seismic waves into the ocean, which is how whales communicate with each other. So it's really affected them. Um, And orcas have been known to pass down things generation to generation, such as, as I stated before, like the hunting the seals on the beach, like that's like a generation by generation they taught each other. So it's very possible that they have through generations realized this basically is not what it was like at the time or like before now or um, has the FBI plugged into the collective subconsciousness of the orca population of the world and told them to kill the humble fishermen yep that's what it is <laughs> the, the um, FBI is putting nano machines in your cereal so that they can tell exactly what color you've bleached your asshole <laughs> I'm pretty sure bleached assholes are usually kind of the same color that's kind of the point Different shades. Continue. (laughs) Um, But uh, basically this article is just talking about how it's very possible that they are doing it in a malicious way. But some people do think that that's kind of anthropomorphizing it, which I guess could be another vocab word. So anthropomorphizing. Anthro means human. So it's basically us humans looking at something and putting human qualities on it, even though it might not, not necessarily have it. For example, like putting Sonic googly eyes in a Roomba <laughs> or Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I would think like, you know, when people look at cars and they're like, oh, they have eyes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh i do really like the quote from this article that says that uh the orcas that have been attacking they've called a communist orca and it says the orcas have done more for the working class than our elected officials ever have <laughs> um because people are basically attracted to the fact that they're being like um that the whales are attaching attacking rich folks which people have latched on to yeah because the because okay you know i don't think it's the fbi because the rich people own the fbi so that means yeah. it's, it's that means it's probably the Nazis would be my second guess. Oof. I don't think you're orcas right. would align themselves with the Nazis. Yeah, you're right. They are sort of like they're they're like kind of a black and white situation going on. I feel like LOL. Black I feel and like white. They wouldn't, yeah. I also feel like they uh are I don't know. Maybe they're I think they're smart enough to not be Nazis, which is just speaking to how stupid some people are in real life. Yeah, I don't uh, think orcas are All right, let's see here. We've got um, a little bit more about, like, we talked about apex predators. So uh, the orcas are called wolves of the sea sometimes because they do tend to hunt in packs, much like the wolf. They uh, hunt pretty much literally whatever they can find, sometimes cephalopods, seabirds, sea turtles, whatever's out there. Um, you, have to do, you have to say what a, what a cephalopod is. Cephalopod is like octopus and squid and friends. Cuttlefish. Is there a better yes. definition than just me naming them? No, oh, I mean, that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, tentacles. that's the easiest way to describe them. They have tentacles. Um, usually. Usually? Anyway, continue. Okay, fine. Day-to-day uh, -day activities can include foraging, traveling, resting, and socializing. So this is one of those things where, um, again, they, they kind of... And dolphins are the same way, where they'll show this very human-like behavior, where um, pods of orcas will just literally hang out and talk to each other. Um, I don't know what they're talking about. Maybe, like, the election? Or, like, you know, what temperature the water is today, and isn't that so hot? Etc. But, uh, yeah. It's like, it's like airplane food jokes, but it's yeah. like, dang, isn't this water really hot today? How hot is it? Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, they're, they're, they generally will like they'll just hang out and talk to each other. And this is not, you know, a, uh, an, a behavior that you see in a lot of animals where they just spend time in each other's company and talk uh, recreationally. But uh, they do. So, you know, if you see a pod of orcas just hanging out and chilling like they're having a they're having a conversation over there. Don't bother them. Also, if you bother them, you'll die. Um, yeah, please so, be the orcas. Yeah, be a little respectful, please. Um, so orcas will frequently uh, engage in surface behavior, such as breaching and tail slapping. Um, they'll sometimes jump out of the water so you can say hi. These activities might be related to courtship or communication, dislodging parasites, or simply just playing around. So spy hopping is a fun word. That's the behavior where the whale holds its head above the water to view the surroundings and will kind of like uh, report back underneath. Like, hey, there's a weird guy looking at us. Love that. Mm -hmm. Well, it again, it's it's cool because like uh, many, um, and this also speaks to the complexity of like the language that orcas have have devised, and that like you know whales and dolphins in general, with like you know there there are many pitches of whale calls and sounds and everything like that. They are able to communicate like pretty complex ideas where most you know most animals the the most complex ideas they can communicate to their to their pack is like food or run. <laughs> 
Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I did yeah, see like, an where they were like, orcas could make a podcast because they because humans record what they're saying all the time. Yeah. And they were like, if we could if we could interpret that, it would be the best selling podcast ever. <laughs> if we could if we could make the podcast and then like release it to other whales, I think that would be a hit. Because it's an un, it's an untapped audience. What are, what are whales listening to right now? We should be doing that. Why are we doing this? <laughs> um, I don't know if the do orcas make the same kind of sounds like that because I think they make more dolphin like sounds, right? It's kind of like like yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. Sure. If you type orca into Google, it will like let you play a noise that they okay. make. I don't know if you can put that in here or what, but it's pretty that's, fun. Yeah, that's everybody's homework. Um, type the word orca into Google and just click on whatever shows up. <laughs> um, so orcas will also engage in surplus killing, which is killing that's not designed to be for food. Uh, very few animals engage in this behavior. Humans are also obviously one of them. People do hunt recreationally. Um, there is a BBC film crew that witnessed an orca in British Columbia playing with a male stellar sea lion all the way to exhaustion, but then didn't eat it. Um, just kind of chasing it around in a circle. Yeah, uh, which showing play is a big thing of being sentient as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also, like we said, the uh, have these complex social structures. Elephants and higher primates have like similar structures to that, but they... Um, Many marine experts have concerns about how humane it is to keep them in captivity, considering how intelligent they seem to be. Um, I also yeah. have reservations. Yeah. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with aquariums. Yeah, it, and it really depends what they've got in there, you know. Because, like, you know, you've got fish, and the fish is bumping around in the tank, and, you know, if they, it's got a big enough tank and they're feeding it well, you know, it's like, all right, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean I think aquariums should definitely be based on education and yeah. they should be rehabilitation as much as possible where they take in a sick animal, you know, from outside and then release it, which I think is better because it makes people want to go to the aquarium at that certain time because we have. Oh, we have a timed exclusive. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. And like, like <laughs> we're having yeah, an event going on. Yeah. yeah. Do I think the Georgia aquarium should have whale sharks? Mm, I don't yeah. know about that. But, like know. they are ridiculously cool to see, and like it's just so amazing that people have the opportunity to like have their eyes opened like to the underwater world in that way. But like also, none of their whale sharks have like survived very long, mm -hmm. and they just kind of keep getting new ones, and like not great. Yeah. So. One cool thing is that the uh, the orca can actually reach up to age 90 maximum. They live about as long as humans. Um, the individuals will usually like separate only for a few hours at a time if it's like mating or foraging. Um, they're they really just uh, they don't they don't seem to like want to live outside of packs. They're very social animals. Again, like humans. You know, we, we have to work together to make our society work, and they have to work together to make their whale society work. Yeah, which is, like, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Do you think that you would, you think that you would listen to the new album by Whale Society? 100%. Are you kidding? Me, yeah. <laughs> um, I would be very excited about that. Very good. So, uh, yeah, do you want to... I see you have some things here for our Habitat for Humility. Um if you want to run us through that, I'll, I'll, I'll queue up my Shamu takes here. 
Oh. Um, yeah, so basically the big thing is is that ever since the documentary, which we kind of mentioned earlier, that's called Blackfish, um, I feel like it, a lot of people have now realized how orcas were treated slash are treated in aquariums, and it made a lot of people kind of upset about it. So that that documentary was basically about gonna be honest i don't remember which orca specifically it was but about the orca that um oh now i can't remember this i'm just saying this off top. it's uh, uh i can't remember if they killed the woman Tilikum. its name was tilikum um, did, did it, he it, kill the woman or just hurt killed three people yeah so by like i know the woman one was the really well-known one which was like he grabbed her by like the ponytail and like dragged her under or she um dragged mm -hmm. her under and orcas in captivity have been known to be kind of neurotic like they can be very um they can act without any sort of like precaution or anything like that no signs um which can be because of them being in captivity and they also like their dorsal fin like flops over which is like a big thing because they're in a containment, like a container where they're swimming around basically in circles, mm -hmm. um, which is not good. Um, and sorry, give me one second. I'm trying to do a dog thing while also talking at the same time. Um, oh. <laughs> so basically, people are realizing more and more how wonderfully smart orcas are and what an incredible species are and a lot of laws new laws have gone into place a new conscience and consciousness of people towards them so obviously sea world got a lot of crap um they've totally like kind of redone their whole orca thing um in 2023 um there was a law passed i believe in california um that they increased the mandatory distance that you have to keep away from wild orcas from uh 300 yards to a thousand yards um and you have to reduce your speed as well which is a big thing that's nice uh, um and there's also been a lot of organizations and everything that have been trying to support orca recovery for example trying to help with salmon um habitat restoration because that's a big thing that they eat um especially in the budget or who, is it Puget Sound? I think I thought it was Puget, Puget Sound, Sound, but I don't Puget know. Sound. No, you're right. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, and you know, carefully managing fisheries um, to make sure that they aren't accidentally hurting orcas or impacting the salmon population. Um, and they, um, you know, ramping up outreach and education and everything like that, and making sure that people are aware of everything that's going on with them. Um, and this other kind of cool thing that I thought was interesting, which you kind of mentioned briefly, Nirav, is that uh, the, I'm probably not saying this right, but the, it looks like ting, tinked it, ting it. It's probably ling. It's T-L-I-G, I'm sorry, T-L-I-N-G-I-T. Ling it? It's probably it, just ling it, yeah. I was going to say, probably the T is silent. Yeah. Um, it's a tribe from North America, 
has traditionally viewed orcas as special protectors of humankind, and that uh, tribe never hunted orcas, um, despite also hunting other whale species. And apparently at the end of 2017, an enormous 2,000-year-old geoglyph of an orca was found by archaeologists in Peru, which is really cool because it shows that they were a symbol of, you know, power and everything enough that someone carved them out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and sorry, I just read a, a fact that I thought was funny, but I'll save that for um, things. But basically... Orcas have a lot of shit that is going wrong for them. And thankfully, people have started caring about them, which is an issue. Like in our originally, our first episode, when we were talking about otters, that people tend to care more about things that are cute and cuddly, fluffy, something you want to, you know, smush your face in. But thankfully, orcas have kind of been pushed into the things that humans care about. Um, but I did also want to talk about things that you can do personally to help um, orcas. at home? You, yes. Um, So, one of the major reasons for killer whales' decline is actually the lack of sufficient prey resources, which are the salmon, specifically the Chinook salmon. Um, So, if you don't eat that, then that helps, because then they're not being used for consumption. Um, not using plastic bags, which I feel like is one of those things. I don't know. I live in New York, so it's kind of one of those things that it's like, who's using plastic bags anymore? But because they're illegal here, but uh, oh yeah, they're super not. They're actually more legal here than they were before. Yeah, I mean, they're not illegal. You have to pay five cents. Right. To... Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, but as we all know, they're very damaging to the environment, and a lot of the time, um, orcas will eat them on accident because they think they're jellyfish or squid or something yep. like that. Um, staying away from um, products that use any whale products, um, like the amp that have the ambergris in them. Um, also staying away from marine-themed amusement parks. So... Obviously, SeaWorld is a big one. They are no longer breeding orcas in captivity, um, but people are still going there and wanting to see them. So that's basically giving them more of a reason to want to keep them in captivity. And then there are also a bunch of uh, research institutions and places where you can make donations, and they will put it into orca research. Um, So... While there is kind of a lot of bad things as well, um, you know, we are, there are, there is a lot of like a big push in trying to help them, which I think is very good. Like we've said before, I feel like a lot of people know about orcas. And if anything, they've kind of made themselves prevalent, which I think is kind of interesting. Like everything that we know about or that has made them quote unquote interesting to the public has been from actions that they have done, which I think is interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the biggest thing is, is that humans have been pretty shitty to orcas, but there are no. ways to help <laughs> and everything like that. So, yeah. So if we'd like, uh, I can kind of take us out with some cool, fun facts. Yeah, hit me. I'm I'm eating them. Okay. So, 
Number one, uh, orcas have something that they call a saddle patch, which is basically at the end of their dorsal fin. It almost looks like a white heart where the top crest of the heart, where it like dips down, is where the dorsal fin rests. Um, sorry, the dog I'm looking after just came in and her cone is dog. falling off. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, so that's how they're normally identified, is those patches, and if they have any visible scars or anything like that. Um, they do have 100 teeth, which I think is very cool and very round for them to do. Um, good job, Orcas, for picking a round number for your teeth. Um, yeah, how'd they, they, uh, how'd, they, how'd they do that one? Uh, they talked to God about it, you know. Okay, that makes sense. Continue. <laughs> um, they have similar lifespans to humans, so they usually live about 90 years. Um, females typically live longer than males. Um, as we said, Orcas are pregnant for um, a little bit over twice as long as humans which is pretty crazy, but it also does mean that they only usually have, like, three, like, I'm not sure what to call them, clutches. Like, <laughs> they uh -huh. usually only have one or two babies, and they only usually have babies, like, two or three times, which doesn't help with their endangeredness because it takes a lot more um, time for them to repopulate animals that are gone. Um, they do have their own language, as we've talked about. Um, they have distinct languages within each of their family groups. So one family, like one pod of orcas, will have a totally different language than another pod of orcas, which is freaking insane <laughs> and also really cool. Um, and we'll do one more. Yeah, hit me. And then I got a good one to close this out. Of course. Um, They, uh-oh, I lost it. My page started reloading. <laughs> um, so basically, each, my last one is not only does each pod have its own language, but it also has its own culture. So like we said, things are passed down generation to generation of how they do things. So different pods will hunt differently. Um, they go after different types of prey. Um, so basically, they um, are can be completely divided, and not only that, but even their like genomes can become different, which means that they become genetically distinct. So basically, one pod may not not be able to mate with another pod, which is pretty insane. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So what is your one last cool thing? So oh my god, we go through menopause. Sorry, um, but <laughs> what? Just right back. They go through menopause. Yeah, that's crazy. But anyway, okay. continue. I, th I thought a lot of mammals did that. I'm sure, but it's just never been like written as distinctly sure. <laughs> for me. Um, and I just read it and was like, ah. But yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, about the original Shamu who died in 1971, as we know. Um, crazy. Shamu was retired from performing after an incident on April 19th, 1971. Uh, wait. Hold on. Did she die? Why is it? Uh-oh. feels like her, she uh -oh. died. She died very shortly after she was not allowed to do shows anymore. As in the well, same she's month. She's probably sad and depressed. 
Maybe. I hope so. I hope they didn't just kill her. Anyway. Um, so the incident in which she bit the legs and hips of Annette Eckes, a SeaWorld employee who was told to ride her as part of a film publicity stunt. Shimu refused to release the woman until other workers came to the rescue and pried the orca's jaws apart with a pole. The employee had been asked to ride Shamu while wearing a bikini and had not known that the orca previously attacked people who wore bathing suits and was only conditioned to perform with trainers wearing wetsuits. Jesus. What the hell? Yeah. Another so reason they, yeah. to hate the world. Yep, and she died four yeah, she died four months after this incident. Why would you uh, put the depressing fact at the end? Uh and then she gave birth to a beautiful baby boy named Namu. Nimu. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I, I was actually looking at the rest of the page. Nimu was actually the, the name of her mate. Uh, the male orca that was her mate. Mm. Um, well, I'm going to go off on the last um, fact. Sure. Because yeah, give us something funny. Give us something funny. Orcas cannot smell. Um, so they have no olfactory system. So basically, mm-hmm. like, you know, your nasals. Nasals. <laughs> Um, So unlike sharks who use their sense of smell to track down play, orcas use um, their keen hearing and also the echolocation. Um, So, yeah, they don't really have a smelling system. It's uh, the absence of the smelling system is also in all dolphins and most tooth whales. Very good. Mm Um. Okay, so in that case, we have whales, and now we are going to release them back into the wild. Thank you guys for staying with us. Um, <laughs> like whales, we release you into the wild. <laughs> we release you back to the wild where you belong. Um, sorry if I've been a little like low energy. It's like the end of the day, and I'm tired. Um, it's literally PM right now. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope you guys learned about saving the whales. Did you guys know that it's good to save the whales? It um, is. Don't let, don't let those people tell you otherwise. I would say that, like, it's a. Uh, I do. Although occasionally there are those people, like the like the people that we fight on whale wars, that are that are trying to kill the whales. Mm. Um. So yeah, if you see a whale, uh, don't like jump on it or get in its mouth. Is what I've learned from reading this. Uh, Leave it alone. Appreciate it from afar. Leave it alone. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I didn't even get to tell my good whale story. Oh well, that's all right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm too tired to tell the story now. I'm just gonna leave it hanging, and let's see if we remember okay. what we. I'm sure we'll talk about whales another time. Yeah. Whenever we get, to, I'll save it for whenever we talk about humpback whales because that's what it was. Um, nice. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we'll get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can find us on, uh, I think, any of the podcast stores now. Um, and, uh, yeah, recommend to your, your friends. Um, like I said, if uh, hopefully we're going to be able to grab some more, like, science-y people that might have some more things to say about uh, specific animals in the future, which would be very mm-hmm. fun. Or we could just do dog and have somebody on who has a dog. Um, <laughs> we could do dog. <laughs> We could just we could just do dog for one, um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, thanks for thanks for listening, and uh, we'll I guess see you later. And uh, we're we're just we're still doing Buzz Alderon, which doesn't mean anything and makes no sense. Yep. Remember everybody, Buzz Alderon. Yeah. You too, buddy. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Stupid. This, how do I tell Craig to stop again? 
Is there not a stop button? <laughs> Hold on, let me open him up. There it is. Craig! Ah! Okay. <laughs>